Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Oh, yeah. Welcome, everybody. What a joyous week this begins today as we open the locker room up here at Chuck Noel Field, sitting high atop St. Vincent, because we are on the rolling hillside here, Max. Yes, we are. High above. Well, it's not really high, but you know I, what I mean? Pretty high up. Yeah, we're, we're somewhat Pretty high. high. We're mean, at the top of the grandstand, basically. Yeah. That's close enough. Yeah, I mean, you, you, I mean, can, can we get higher? Yes. We could, we could go we could up to that. the top by Benedict. Right, right. But, I mean, t- we're like halfway. We're halfway high. Okay, so we're halfway <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave it at that. Yeah, we're just going to stop because I just realized it's, what I said. We're just, I'm like, no, wait a yeah, things are just going to go downhill from <laughs> yeah. here. So, leaving all that aside, Max, I'm joyous. I know you would be as a player, too, because the both of us knew what it was like when you first got into game week preparation because, man, that's exciting. I get to hit somebody <laughs> else that does not – have a dorm room next to me. Right. That is key number one. I don't have to see him after and wonder why. You know, and, and you, I get to unleash hell to a degree. Unleash the hounds. Unleash the hounds of hell on somebody else. It counts. It's live tape. People can tune in and watch. Yes, Mommy, look at me. Your yeah. boy has made it on TV, right? I'm you, here, Mom. You get all of these feelings. And, and it's an opportunity. Yes. It's an opportunity yeah. to, to compete on the national stage. It, it's not regular season. We know it. But it's an opportunity to go compete on, on the national stage, show coach what I got, and show all of the other coaches around the league what I have to offer, and let's get this thing going. It's physicality, it's competition, it's getting things moving in the right direction for the upcoming season, and this is week one for the Steelers. You know, that's what I was so excited about back in the day because then it was mindless two-a-days. You just get, you got to get through it. I mean, you just got to get through it. And then when you got into game week, number one on the list was this. You know what? We got to go to a hotel the night before a game. Yeah. We we got to go get – we're going to get air conditioning. <laughs> yes, air conditioning. Do you know how good that was? <laughs> I would walk in the room with Tunch, 
We'd walk in, and the first thing I'd do is I'd hit that air conditioning as far down as it would go into the 60s. If I could get it into the 50s, I would. You know, because it was like this whole time I'm up at training camp, there's no air conditioning. And the only way you get it is if you went into the movie theater and you yeah. just sat in the movie theater to enjoy the air conditioning. That's how come I watched Stripes when it came out in 84 during the purge of 84. And we watched that movie probably a dozen times. It was all you could do is watch a piece of it. However you, you, early you got there after the evening meetings, you know, all you wanted to do was just get some air conditioning. L- listen, I, well, I didn't have to worry about air conditioning. True. Uh, a little modernized. Yeah, you, we had modern modernization. Yep. Um, but I, I do look at it and I do think about, you know, this is an opportunity to set myself into the routine that is the season as an right. older guy. As a younger guy, it's like, man, I get to put on that Steeler helmet, right? Right. I get to put it on. I get to put on the black helmet. That's awesome. The gold stripe. And I get to go out there and compete. We're going to talk about some of the first, a couple of segments from here. We're going to talk about your first memories. Okay. You know, and. Yeah, and I will save that aspect of it. We're going to do a segment called Know Your Broadcasters. We're going to throw a couple questions around where you're talking about your very first play, your first experience, all this stuff. All right, Perfect. because yeah, we got to bring it out. One of the things let me let me ask you this because I, I kind of boiled it down to three things. Okay, number one is there's no practice etiquette going. This is adrenalized. This is the game. It's like you said, TV. Yeah. You got fans. It's it's really about the fact that this is the real deal. And now it's time to take a look at how your preparation has led you to this point. That's point one. Point two is just what you said. You know, you get to pound on somebody other than your neighbor in the dorm. You yeah. Know, that that gets old after a while. It does. And, and I don't want to hear you complain to me when I go when I go to my room at night. Right, right. When we're in the line at snack. Yep. Yeah, yep. he's like he's like, "Man, why would you have to hit me in the back of the Did like, you have to do that? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it's like it's like, "Shut up, it's football." I'm yeah. like, "We're on the field." I'm you like, were there. Yeah, you were there. I was there. Uh, <laughs> do you remember what you did? I didn't say anything <laughs> to you about it. You know, it's like, "Hey, hey, hey, hold on." Hey, hey, don't start bagging on me about this. Right, right. We're out here competing. You're not my friend on those white lines. You have a yellow jersey. I have a white jersey. Are they the same? No, but we're a part of the bigger same as a team. But right now, we're just guys competing to become a part of a team. You know, at this point, we have 90 guys on this squad. Game day is 53. uh, I'm sorry. Beginning of the season is 53. 45 dress, so I'm trying to get in that 45. I'm trying to get in the top half. Exactly. And I want coaches to notice what I'm doing. Not cheaply, right? Everything's legal, and I'm doing it within the rules, doing my assignments, technicalities, all that stuff. But, you know, it's it's boring. Now this is a true barometer measuring stick for what we can do. Let me take you back to the conversation you had with Casey because these things tend to de-evolve, okay? Yeah. Now, for instance, I'm playing guard. Gary Dunn was the nose tackle, all right? We got into a dispute over who hit who first. Well, I was like going, what do you mean? He says, it's a cutoff. I'm coming down on the backside. You know, you're going, you're trying to hit the gap. He goes, no, I was looping back at you. Well, then who hit who first? You loop back to me, you hit <laughs> me. And I'll, well, he goes, you come off the boat. Then it turns into one of these things. He, he said, he said. Yeah, right? he said, he said. It doesn't work. Listen, you're trying to hit me and I'm trying to hit you. Okay? That's what it comes down to. All right? 
I went this way, you went that way. We did a little oop to you. Yeah, <laughs> it was two. It wasn't two ships passing in the night. It was yeah. two ships colliding in the night. You it know was what a I mean? bar, it was a barge in in the port. You know, <laughs> like, there you go. You know, I mean, sometimes these you gotta happen. give it a little nudge. I'm just saying. <laughs> exactly. So, but you know, the thing about it is, the third factor in this whole thing is where are you in your conditioning too? That's what the preseason game they give to you. Okay, we got we're being hunted down by bees again. These rotten bees. Whoa, uh oh, I might have. Hope I didn't tick him off. Has he caught my hat. <laughs> yeah, please don't put your hat. <laughs> yeah, you got a big sting on the top. I of your know. Head. Please don't. <laughs> That'll be like my my. Hey, I, <laughs> I got I, one time right the the day before I do this commercial, I got bit by a horsefly, like and I I I react to him like you know really bad. Yeah, and it. <laughs> Oh God! I think somebody punched me. Oh, oh! He brought a friend. Thank you, oh, Wolf. Because yeah. you swatted at him, he brought a second one. <laughs> <laughs> he went and got back up. He got back up because he goes, he goes. There's, there's one that he's kind of big, but there's another guy that's really big. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you went, you went and brought the, brought the Max version of the fly. I was like Craig, like, hey, he just swatted at me. Come on, Max, let's go over here and handle this. <laughs> we'll get this done. <laughs> All right, so (laughs) from my era, number one was air conditioning. Number two was a comfortable mattress when you're checking into the hotel room. Number three is you got room service. And, of course, four is you got a TV. And basically, it's all the accoutrements of home, and that's what it was. Back in my day, Tunch's day, uh, you know, now the Steelers are going to play the Seattle Seahawks Saturday, 7 o'clock at Acrisure Stadium. Um, This is – this is what you, especially as a rookie, this is what you, you 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 live for. You've been waiting to put on a pro jersey. Absolutely. You get to put on a pro jersey with your name on the back of it, and you get to run out of those hallowed halls as you run out onto the field of Acershire Stadium, and you're competing in front of the, the, Whoa, ste- the Steelers. That was Facebook. quick. Yeah, that was Did you see hands. that? <laughs> that was like spider sense. Like, boom. <laughs> yeah. I caught my glasses when they got blown off the table. No, that, 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 that was. That, hey, the kids still, still got you it. You still got it. 64. I like Mr. Miyagi. Wax on, wax, wax off. It's like catching a fly with a, you know, with chopsticks. chopsticks. I'm just saying. It's just, it's there. <laughs> boom. But, um, but yeah, I mean, th- this is that moment you live for. Going in front of Steeler Nation, going out in front of the field. That has Acrisure instead of Hines. But anyways. And uh, what's the tradition teaching the young guys in the first game, if it's a home game like it's going to be? Now, one of the things is you don't walk on the logo in the locker room, right? Yeah. All right. And what's the what's the thing you tap on, oh, on the way yeah. out? Oh, uh, yeah. The, the Men of Steel. Oh, yeah. The Men of Steel thing. That's yeah, it. the Men of Steel and logo. you got to tap that thing as you walk out of the locker room, right? Absolutely. That, okay. that, is, that is it. Two and important things. Two important things. And then, of course. Just get ready in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Because you know what's coming. Oh, yeah. When that defense hits the field, you don't know when. You just know the screen goes dark. Yep. A little renegade action. A little renegade. Did they fire him off in pre and, and I, uh, I thought they still, I thought they still did it, didn't they? I don't, I don't remember. You're asking a guy, like, like this is, the, I mean, it's been like. I know. Yeah. I, Anywho. Yeah. Well, well. Well, hey, if they don't, oh well. But yes. uh, that, that's all I can remember. Yeah, we'll we'll just play a little tape recorder of it. That's yeah, exactly, all. exactly. We're, we're just gonna. Ha- I'm gonna hum it into the headsets <laughs> for you guys. I'm renegade. We're, 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 we're coming out of like a break. <laughs> no doubt. Yes, the game is coming. That's the big thing. 
you know, and it's about. <laughs> I met those guys one time. I did too. Did you? Where'd well, you meet them? Well, because they were on the field. They, they, yeah, they, they sang before yeah. a game. Yeah, they sang I got before to meet a game. Them. Yeah, we and we we were running off, and then they were coming to the sidelines. So we we got we got to dap. I can't remember who I dapped up, but yeah, I kind of black out when I run on the field. But yeah, okay. that's true. I mean, that, yeah, that that uh, I just know he had a guitar in his hand. Okay, that's yeah, all, that's all I can remember. He, the only reason you could figure that it was one of sticks is he had a guitar. I mean, yeah. and you would think that. And they just and I heard it playing, so I mean, sure. I figured it was them, not the <laughs> playing. And yeah, yeah, but they had the drummer. You know, the thing is, when you have just the drummer out there with one drum, the snare drum. Doesn't really work. It's not the same. Not, it doesn't look good. It's no. not a good look. No, because then you're like, okay, what kid from the marching band do they get to come out here and play? True, true. Yeah. You know what I mean? You that know, would you, be something. You need a full like Lars Ulrich type of rig from Metallica. You know, yeah, the double, yeah, yeah. The double basses. I right, mean, like right. seventeen different drums that you can hit. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's, I mean. That's but and then again, it's just for a pregame. It's just one song. Do you ever see those drummers that like they they they're on some sort of hoist, you know, and they lift yeah. up the whole drum kit and They've actually shown like uh, they they move around and stuff like that. I, I've seen that. Yeah. Have you seen it? Uh huh. Yeah. I don't think they're gonna do it with sticks, but you know. Uh no, I I, would... I, I don't think that's in their era. I don't <laughs> think the drummer. Listen, the drummer knows the songs by now. I mean, right. I think he does. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, listen, I just need five drums, okay, guys. Just get, <laughs> just give me five. I'm good. I don't I don't need like twelve. True. And then also the drum pad is not the same. The drum pad. Oh, so, the drum pad? So, so you know, uh, for teaching purposes, they have drum pads. Okay. So oh yes. yeah, yeah. It's, okay. it's, it's the pads that ha- act as all the different pieces, and you can hit it, and it makes the sounds. Right. But obviously, it's not the same. I mean, because hitting a bass, you need a foot pedal. And true. So That's true. It would be weird if he was out there tapping pads. Yeah, that that didn't no. And then you get the electronic drums. Those are kind of bogus. Well, that's that's that's, that's what that is. That's the okay. Electronic drums. It's called, it's, they call it a drum pad. Okay. Because it, it I mean, it looks like little pads of stuff, but. I digress, but I mean, when you look at just the opportunity that presents itself, I mean, you have ninety guys trying to trying to pare down to fifty three, and everybody's jockeying for that playing time. And this week, also, that's the attention that's paid, right, for a lot of positions. Right. What's my rotation? Yes. Because yep. I know Coach Tom let the initial depth chart out, but that depth chart's not the game day depth chart. This week. They're going to start jockeying you for start position, creating space around you. Yeah, on where you fall on said depth chart, and most importantly, if I'm one of those tweener guys, I'm looking at the special teams chart. Oh yeah, that's the key chart. I need to be on the first special teams, or at least on the second. <coughs> if I'm third, I'm like, ooh, that's not good. You know, that's you know what it. this is? What's yeah, this? you got to light a fire. There we go. We got. I it. got it. I got it. This is like I said, training camp. You know, mm-hmm. it's like a Henway call. What is a Henway? About two pounds. There you go. There it is. See, you're right on. You, you know. Well, not get fooled three times on that. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact is, you know, as you prepare for this game, you want to make sure you're on every special team that you can possibly be. You want to make sure that you're able to get every rep that you can put on tape as you possibly can, uh, whether it's offense, defense, what have you. But the, the value you have as a young buck is going to be about as Mike Talman says. You got to pay the rent on special teams until you get into that starter role somewhere. If and when you get into a starter role somewhere, because you're not automatically going to end up there. That's yeah. uh, that's a career long pursuit. So the tight end on field goal, right? Correct. Um, 
if you do have a field goal block responsibility, yes, um, usually an interior guy's alignment. Um, who who who's the who's the who's the um, the PP that matters on uh, on punt coverage, which is and oh, the personal wings. protector, personal yeah. protector, and then the wings. Yes. Um, who's going to be that L four L five? I'm sorry, L four L five R four R five. Those are positions where you're looking at where you're at on kickoff coverage, and then you look at second line, second line of yep. the kickoff return. Yep. Those are the areas where you're like, okay, if I'm not a starter, that's where I need to be. I, I, I got to be there. Now, defensively, when you get to punt coverage or, or punt return, that's yes. all defensive guys except for one offensive guy. But these are the positions where you look at on the field. I was on the punt team. I was on the punt yeah. cover team. Yeah, li- listen, li- I mean, I was on the Ranger punt team. Remember that with Ben? Ben had the Ranger punt. Oh, yes. Yeah, but yeah. That, was, that was the entire offense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was yeah, going to exactly. say, no, I'm wait a minute. So all I right. made it, too. I, you did it too. I made it, too. All right, boom. Yeah, yeah boom. we're good. But, um, but those are the positions you're looking at, like, that's where you can make hey if you're a backup or a guy that's a tweener guy if you see yourself on one of those first at those positions that means okay I have a shot they think something of me I need to go prove them right right correct but those are those key positions that is usually reserved for a top backup and you're like okay well well okay I'm not starting I'm not in the first team oh but wait a second I'm here I'm here that, that gives you a little inkling I'm not saying it does it, I'm not saying it's finite. But it's giving you the opportunity to say, hey, they think something of me that we have me on this first Think about this. Depth. If you're not there, all right, you are really starting to stress a little bit. You're because to stress a little bit. Yeah, because, you know, you don't want that, uh, you know, one and done for one game and then you're, you know, at cut city. You yeah, know exactly. I mean? Which the first cut does have. It's only five guys, but we cut from 90 to 85 August 16th. So Tuesday after the game, that's when – you have to officially be down to 85 players. Exactly. So, and then from 85, you go to 80 after the next game. And then, of course, there's a final cut. So you don't want to be the first five. You don't want to be in the top ten. No. <laughs> no. And that's what yeah. – you got to make hay while the sun shines, as we say. And that includes making sure that you are on every available special team rep you can get. I'm yeah. serious. Because that's really – for the young guys, that's your NFL action. That's what it's going to be about. Until, yeah, you're going to get in the game probably late. If you don't get in the game at all, oh, you, well, you're, you're, you're done. You right, I mean? right. Writing is on the yeah, wall. The writing is on the wall. Yeah, no e- doubt exactly, about it. Exactly, exactly. Just, just, roll up, just roll up your sleeping bag and just go ahead and pack it in the car. <laughs> you know yeah. what? Tunch got cut in the final cut his rookie year. And he came up to me and he goes, in the immortal words of John Paul Sartre, avoir go faire. <laughs> I'll never forget him saying that. And he comes back ten weeks later. You know, the, the Steve, yeah. uh, Steve Corson broke his foot, or maybe it was six weeks later. I think he broke his okay. foot, and uh, they brought uh, Tunch came back, and the rest is history. I laugh about it because he had such a great, tremendous career, one of the all-time thirty-three, and everything else. Yeah. So I always Chalut, You know, I'm. Always, I laugh because it all ended well, buddy. Yes, it, yes, it did. Yes, it did. <laughs> Everything happened for a reason, yep. and God God knew better. Amen to that. Have faith. <laughs> All right. We're going to go to break. We're going to come back with the cool breeze himself. Jerry Dulek from the Post-Gazette is going to join us. We'll talk a little football right here on SNR. When you want black and gold football talk, you want SNR. 
This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. You know, the thing about it is, we start off talking football, and we got the cool breeze ready. By the way, that's a nice matching outfit there, Jer. Wolf, you know what? Think. At training camp, you literally stand out matching outfits. Wolf, I was worried that I had the granimals look going on here. You yeah, because it's yeah. a little light colored, Mr. unlike Squirrel, your dark yeah. color. Mr. Squirrel, right? Wait, yeah. to, wait oh, to see the hat that goes with it. You and your phone. I know. It's always, you are a pro. It's, it's always someone that? important when I get on here. <laughs> exactly. I got to tell them, I go, fellas, I'll have to call you later. I'm on with Wolf and Max. That's right. That's right. going to have to wait. We, 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 pulled, we pulled the right time for Jerry to, right. to come on True. here. So, I mean, we appreciate you, Jerry, coming on the show as always. But, you know, when we look out on the field and we, and we know, obviously, there's another adjustment to practice. Right. But – you know, it doesn't stop the work from getting done like it did on Saturday. Yep. Um, you went down there to the south side. Just kind of your thoughts about where you're at with this team. What did you see? What did you like so far? Well, a, a couple things. Did and you actually get down there Saturday, by the way? Oh, yeah, I did. I sat in the parking lot in the parkway. They shut the was parkway it? down like three lanes. Oh, there was a bad accident, I heard. There was on one side there was, and then there was three lanes shut down. I just but sat that's, there. That's from the parkway east. See, I was coming from the west because I was already home. Oh. But I heard it was bad. Oh, it was, it, it was bad. So you you never got there. I did, never did got there. By yeah. the time I got there, the practice would have been yeah. almost over. Yeah, and it's funny because they no sooner started in team and they started to pour. Yeah, for about oh, that's five right, because they're outside. Right, right. right. They were, yeah. Did it actually I, I actually. I actually thought because they're moving to the south side, they would just go indoor. And then especially when it started pouring, I thought, oh, they're just going to move it indoor. But obviously they uh, knew the weather forecast. It blew through, and then it was fine. Um, but I, I, a couple things. The thing that has stood out to me the last couple days, uh, it started the other day when Mitch Trubisky ran the two-minute offense, uh, minute 19 to be exact, took him down for a touchdown. He did it again the other day at the south side. And you're seeing him – um, produce more, if you will, and I believe me, I'm I'm a big proponent. You know, I'm w- with Allen Iverson. It's practice. Right. It's practice. I want to see what happens in a game, and we're going to get a chance Saturday, even though it's a preseason game. At least we're going to see it against different competition, and we'll 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 be able. And the coaches are the same way. You see, yeah, you put the pads on here. It's different than OTAs and minicamp. So now they evaluate them with pads on. Now they want next next level, next step. They want to see them play a game. And that's, the, that's where I am. I want to see Mitch Trubisky in a game. Um, but I will say he has I, – I think he's looked uh, not incrementally better. I just – I think a lot better, um, you know, the last two or three days. He's, he has looked better. There's no doubt about it. I thought, you know, Mason – we've seen Mason really I, – I expected Mason to do well. Yeah, you me know, too. I mean, especially based off I, – again, I went this offseason. I watched his last two games, last two starts. Last year against Detroit, the year before against Cleveland when, you know, Cleveland had to win and the Steelers didn't. And he per- performed terrific Absolutely. in both, both games. So I expected him to come out and start and doing training camp very, very well. And we're going to see as we proceed along this. I guess what I, I, I find funny is that so many people are worried about Kenny Pickett. Like, no, this guy – He's got a lot of pressure on him, but he's he's fine. He's going to be fine. But you got a third string offensive line that is, you know, right. it's kind of like a sieve out there. Yeah. And he, you know, you start running around when you're a young guy. Um, 
that that starts to you know affect you a little bit. So I wouldn't worry about it. It's just you're you're dealing with the number three line. Yeah, I I agree, Wolf, and and the other third teamers around them for the most yes. part. And so it would be a whole different ball game if Kenny Pickett was was working with the ones. I want to see how this whole thing plays out. And, and the more I think about it, because of the Steelers' long time reliance on having two quarterbacks, two NFL ready quarterbacks. I think they're going to go into the season. Uh, you know, they only dress two quarterbacks typically, and they scratch the third one. I wouldn't be at all surprised if they dress all three just to have Kenny Pickett on the sideline in uniform experiencing game day. Right. Because let's face it, you know, they, uh, you draft a quarterback number one, eventually he's going to play, fellas. I don't care how bad he is or how good he is. At some point in time, he's going to play. Now, that may not be this year. But just look at the San Francisco 49ers with Trey Lance. Unless right. Aaron Rodgers is in front of you, you're not you're going to play because teams don't invest uh, that uh, a number one pick and have the guy not play. So at some point in time, he's going to play, and they want to accelerate that progress as much as they can, even if it means just uh, being on the sidelines on game day. So where whereas before I thought there was probably a good chance that they would move on from Mason Rudolph. I don't think that's going to happen. I think they'll keep all three of them, and I think they'll dress Kenny Pickett on game day. I think you could dress three quarterbacks. I don't think it matters, right? There's no rules, right? I don't um, know of any right I now. Think, I think there is some type of exception where you're you're dressed 45, and I think the emer- if you have a worry like for an emergency quarterback, I think they can dress, and it doesn't count we'll against get a the rule on that one. Yeah, I yeah. No, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to remember what that was. Right. There, was some, there was something along those I'm lines. As I'm speaking, yeah. I'm thinking maybe you can't do that. But I'm again, I'm just curious yeah. to see. And there's Jerry Olsavsky testing the field conditions down there on his bicycle. That ought to be tough when the grass is I soft. I would think, huh? man. Yeah. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Yeah. Um, but, um, Jerry's so, tough as nails, though. But anyway, that's, that, that's kind of what I think is uh, probably how it's going to play out. Unless... Uh, they would think Kenny Pickett is NFL ready and nothing against him. I just don't think he's at that point. No, I, I think right now, as, as we've seen on the field, he's got some you know dealings to do, get getting right into the offense. And Part of it's going to be when you have an offensive line that is able to maintain right. a, a pocket so that you can actually get a look and be able to operate from that pocket. To, to your yeah. first question, Max, um, and you guys are, are better evaluators of this than I, but just from different things I see and also what I hear, um, I, I think the offensive line has, even though I like the moves they made, I think they need, I think they need a little work. Yeah, <laughs> a smidge, especially a smidge. especially in protection, yeah. especially in protection. You think? I think that was <laughs> a, a nudge, uh, understanding. Nudge, nudge. We might be into from smidge to nudge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, and you know, and obviously. I get to I get to watch a lot of tape, and I I would say that yes, I would not be surprised if if upgrades or reinforcements were were at least looked at and evaluated. Um, you have to. for the squad. You have Where? to. Where? Huh? Where? Well, I, I, I guard yeah. guard absolutely. I mean, I know we have a competition. You don't like the three they have there for two spots. Well, it's not that I don't like that. I understand. 
It's just that I think w- when you're talking about it, I mean, it, 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 if it's just those three, I think you, you need that catalyst in there. I think something else needs to be injected in there. So I would say interior position. And then I'm still not completely sold on the swing tackle. I'm not sold on the swing tackle just yet. I know we have Trenton Scott. I know we have Joe Haig. Um, but I think, you know, there still needs to be something else there um, from a depth and experience point. Um, just because when you're looking at how this team is and what you need them to do, you know, I just on a day to day it's tough. And, and right now this, we, yeah. we haven't we don't have that much to evaluate. Right. That. And that's the why game, we don't see a game. The game, the, the game will come. And that's why I'm I'm what I'm most interested in seeing is when the practice etiquette is gone, when the fact that you can blast somebody that's a what Faceless name, nameless gray faces. Yeah, yeah, I can never get that right. It's all you good. Know, is it, you is were it close. nameless? We knew what. Well, yeah. well I mean, they have gray. a face, but, yeah, but so it's technically nameless, right? Okay, it's nameless, nameless gray okay. face. These technological yeah. things kind of they screw got a me gray up. face. That's not a good condition <laughs> to be in. If it's ashen, not. you better look out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You that. know, Wolf. I apologize on behalf of the great state of Pennsylvania. I'm morphing into my Monday night and Tuesday night role. I'm asking the questions, and that shouldn't be the case. <laughs> yeah. No. Who cares? <laughs> We've been hey, friends long enough. It's, 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 conver- it's, it's a conversation. <laughs> That's right. That's all. Think of it as a roundtable. But you know, I'll go with this, Jer. One of the other surprising things uh, from practice on Saturday. Kenny Pickett runs with the twos on the two-minute drill. Yeah, uh, right. And I'm not going to say that it was uh, great, but I can't blame it's Pickett. Some, yeah. Can't blame Pickett there on that. Issues. Yeah. There now, was, part of this is going to be guys coming back. Yeah. I mean, you got uh, – we got uh, uh, the, the Muth. Yeah. Right? Muth, He's right. coming back. No, Chase Najee. Claypool. Right, right. right. Four, four of the top guys back. on offense. Yes, Trubisky's and Deontay's been – Right. So, we've got to see how that plays out when you've got a full stock of all the superheroes you got to put out on the field there with them. Uh, that's that's part of the missing element, I would think. No, no, absolutely. And, and you haven't had it in practice either. I mean, no, so right, you exactly. don't get it in practice, and then you're now expected to go into a game. You know, it, it's it's tough to say this is this is our day one starters, right, for, for opening day up in Cincinnati. Here's our guys. Oh, by the way, sorry, 88. Yeah, could we scratch him? Let's scratch 11, <laughs> scratch 22. Pretty much anybody with a double number, just go ahead and put those guys <laughs> to the side right now. Um, but, I mean, you know, when we're looking at how this is going to play, you know, I, we were talking in the opening segment that, you know, if you're not a starter on this first game, areas you can look to be of improvement is going to be at special teams. You know, are you a top-line guy on the special teams gives you a better indication um, for that. I mean, we saw there's a couple of names on the list uh, of that, of that you know, we'll call it glorified toilet tissue that's called a te- the depth chart from Mike Tomlin. <laughs> um, but – what, what what intrigues you on a couple of those doubles? I mean, what, what, how has that looked on some of those competitions defensively? I, I, you know, I'll let Wolf get to the offensive side. But defensively, there's a couple of names that have double starters listed on it. Yeah, and one of them, of course, the most notable is uh, Spillane and, and uh, Robert Spillane and Devin Bush. And, and one, the first indication of what they think of Devin Bush is when they didn't uh, exercise the option uh, on his rookie deal. Right. And, and two, that's another indication of what, of what either they're thinking or what they're afraid of. Um, uh, you know, the last couple days, seen Devin Bush run better. But then, you know, if you want track guys, that's a whole other story. But I've also seen him in some one-on-ones where he either looks disinterested, out of position, or just, uh, you know, faked out of his shoes. Um, and, and by guys you wouldn't expect that from. Um, so 
again, we need to see him in a game. But I think the mere fact, look, they're going to rotate those three. And this has gone on for a while. And it's it's kind of what uh, Keith Butler would quietly refer to as the politics of the NFL. And that is you have a number one pick. And you, you're going to, especially one you traded up to get and gave exactly. up two picks for, you're going to play him because you look bad otherwise. And so, but I think, I think ideally they would rather play Robert Spillane because they feel he's better, obviously, against the run. And so I really like Miles Jack. You know, you keep your fingers crossed with him because he's been injured a lot in his career. But I like what I've seen of him here. Um, but we need – I think we need to see Devin Bush in a game because we know his, his shortcomings last year. You kind of want to give him a pass because of the ACL to, to a large degree. But, you know, it needs, he needs to go out and, and prove it. And then, and then it will be even more curious to see if he goes on the open market – what kind of attention he gets because the tape doesn't lie, and I don't think no it's going question to be great. about it. No, I, I mean again, we are, we know the whole story that the pre knee injury, uh, Devin Bush versus the post knee knee injury, Devin Bush to tell two tapes. I mean, completely different. I mean, that's just the way it is. But I've like you, Jerry. We've seen instances of him running with the tight ends, him running with running backs, and he looked pretty dang impressive in in some of his coverage skills. Right. right. Now the the question will be, can he cut it loose? When the when everything's hot, when it goes live Saturday night, he gets in and has I don't know what a dozen plays something like that. Can he show up with some big pop, big bang, start to look like the guy that was the pre knee injury? That's what I'm anxious to see coming up with against Seattle. Yeah. Because then it doesn't matter that when when there's no practice etiquette when you cut it loose. That's what you want to see that moment when the guys go live. Yeah, I think two things we need to see from him is one, uh, you know, is he in the right fit, uh, the right run fit, and two, can he get off blocks? And that's what we saw well, was his biggest problem last year. And before, before he could his his mistakes he could cover up with his athleticism and speed. And when that was, uh, you know, curtailed last year with the uh, ACL injury coming off it, then it just made it even worse uh, for him. And and it was glaring at times. And I think well, um, I, me, I will say this. You know, an ACL in a uh, hog like me, that's one thing. Right. An ACL in a guy that's, quote, unquote, the unicorn. I mean, when you when you have such transcendent athletic skills available, a guy like that gets hit a lot more than guys like Max and I. You know, we yeah. can still power our way through the limited what we got to <coughs> do. You know what I mean? Oh, but yeah. It's seven same... by seven box, baby. Yeah, that's there I... you go. I mean, that's, put me in the, that's put me our in that, world. Put me in that phone booth. There you go. <laughs> that's day. our world, baby. You know, <laughs> yeah. and, and so for a guy like Devin, it, it, it takes a little while longer, I think, to reclaim some of those athletic movements that he's capable of. The other thing we haven't seen, Max, to your question about uh, double names on the depth charts, is um, we haven't seen Levi Wallace, at least in any real no. action. I think you're going to see him back today. I, have you guys have you said that they move practice? Yeah, yeah to yeah. Latrobe, yeah. So I think you might see him. I was told you might see him back out there today. And so, you know, any decisions that's going to go on in the secondary, well, they haven't been able to decide really what they want to do because all those guys haven't been out there. Um, but I think you might see Levi Wallace back out today, and that's a big key because that's why they brought him in, uh, you know, in free agency. Yeah. No question. No, absolutely, and I think that that's why you lead to that double name because, honestly, I think when it all is said and done, I think it is Spoon, Wallace, and then you're going to have, you know, Cam probably be that slot guy, probably number one off the bench, and then Arthur Millette, I think, because Terrell Loss has always said he needs four DBs. I think For three that, spots? Yeah, for three yeah. spots. Yeah. That's what you have to have so you have one guy available. But since that one guy has not been available, you got to put it as such. Offensively, 
there, there's obviously a couple other names. Uh, you know, you have the left guard competition, but more importantly, you have 12 guys listed for the starting 11. Right, right, <laughs> so, right. So you put George Pickens there uh, as a starting third receiver, and they still have fullback on there for Derek Watts' honorary position, I feel like, in this offense. Yeah, I'm curious yeah. to see what they're going to do there because, to me, um, uh, uh, um, Connor Hayward and Derek Watt are the same player. Uh, and yet, you know, if you have a fullback – and if you have a guy, if Connor Hayward's going to be the third tight end, but he's still basically the same player, you know, for a full, quote, fullback who plays four and a half snaps on average a game, you're paying Derek Watt a lot of money. And I know he's a special teams player, uh, a good one, but he's not a pro bowler. I'm just curious to see if they'll keep both guys. That's, to keep, that's to, interesting. To keep I was, their brothers happy. I will, yes. I mean, that, that's a, that's yeah. a big got the, part yeah, of it. Little brother syndrome at that's those right. positions. Yeah. Well, what happened to Terrell now? Terrell, hey, where's Trey? Right, right, <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. Keeping the brotherhood yeah. happy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're all and another guy at the same position. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Khalil, no doubt Khalil, about it. Khalil yeah. Davis. Yeah. yeah. Khalil oh, and Carlos. Who, by the way, I think Carlos and Khalil have really looked good. Yeah. They're really making And I'll tell you the other guy that they're really happy with, and they've seen the big jump, too, they're hoping. Loudermilk. Oh, there's no question. Yeah, yeah. Loudermilk. He made that jump last year. Yeah, but anyhow, we, okay. Well, Jerry, he, thank he made you. a jump from year one to year two in year one. That's yeah, amazing. Exactly. How did he do that? Well, did you never watch Back to the Future? <laughs> yes, yeah, I did. Yeah, there many it is. Times. Thank yes. you. One DeLorean. Boom. I'm glad I could stroll <laughs> yeah. by. Wolf texts me thank like you. at three thirty this morning, and he says, "Can I'm like sleeping? There. Who's that? He's, Can you stroll by? Said, stroll. <laughs> I got to take a, a cab up here to this booth. It's not like you're outside. I thought the, the incline was working, but apparently it's not. They shut it down. As always, Jerry, <laughs> thank right, you boys. so much for stopping in, strolling by, as it were. When we're going to stroll off to a break right now, we'll be back with more in the locker room. There's Nation Radio. Oh, yeah. We're building towards the game. It's game week, baby, which is always something that the veterans, certainly up here at training camp, you appreciate because, you know, you got to go. Uh, we used to go to a hotel the night before the game, and I think that they do the same here, hopefully, as they go through the process. But certainly that was always beneficial to us back in the day because when you have horsehair stuffed mattresses, when you have no air conditioning, when you have, uh, oh, you know what, um, the cooking was a little bit suspect back in the day. Um, no. Yeah, you know, suspect, really? Yeah, it's just a little problematic. But I do Heard know. the gruel's delicious, though. <laughs> We got gruel. Yeah. Scrooge. We got gruel. We got gruel. Oh, so let me ask you this. Who's been impressing you in training camp thus far, Max? Ah, uh, impressions. Oh, yeah, very important we just, thing. Yeah, yeah, just impressions. All right. Uh, like, for instance, I threw out, and I'll say it again, Carlos and Khalil Davis. I thought those two started to show up more in film and in – my, my my gourd, you know, memory at the when the play ends. Yeah, no, I, I think I think you're right on track there. I mean, defensively, uh, Demonte Casey still showing me some things. Now I know in the two minute drill he did blow a coverage um, at the end that led to a huge play in that one in that two minute drive. But other than that, Demonte Casey has really shown me um, some really nice things in the secondary. Obviously, playing in the absence of Minka. Um, right. Obviously, when you're talking about the backup to Minka, you're talking about a guy that's probably not going to play that much <laughs> because Minka's always out there. Yes. But like you said, insurance policy. We don't buy insurance, you know, when things are going well. We buy insurance in case something happens. <laughs> <laughs> that's a true word. Okay. So, so yeah, so DeMonte Casey's one of those defensively that's kind of shown up for me um, a lot. I thought Arthur Millette 
has uh, has has really had a, a good camp. I think he's he's earned that designation of uh, toilet paper depth chart starter. <laughs> um, you know, when I look at when I'm looking defensively, the secondary, I think those guys. I mean, and linebacker, linebacker Marcus Robinson still pops on. That's tape. the guy that keeps. I got him down, written down here. Mark Robinson. Yeah, is it Marcus or Marcus? I thought it was Marcus. Marcus. Oh, Marcus. I don't know. Anyways, okay. you, that works. Hey, hey, it's the same thing. Potato, yeah. potato. Yeah. There you go. Government versus nickname. That's all it is. <laughs> You're good. He's a guy that's intriguing to me because, of course, he was a running back, then he moved to linebacker, and he's certainly one of those guys that would you – what's the name? Huh? you look at? It says Mark on there. Okay. I still say Mark. I'll see, I'll see. I was right, not you. <laughs> Neither here nor there. Semantics. Semantics. <laughs> we, we got ceramics going hey, on the, here, man. 93 – yeah. MR. 93, yes. initials, okay? What I like about him is his willingness to get downhill. I mean, his yeah. willingness to hit that gap and, and hold that gap. He's not the most polished, obviously. He's got a lot of work to do and a lot of a lot of the uh, details he's got to uh, pick up on. But I, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm impressed with his willingness to get in there and tussle. Well, and, and his, 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 his abilities and skill set in blitzing situations where the linebacker's coming from depth and working off twist and combo games. I really like that. He has he just has a nose and a knack. He knows how to fill and make it tough. Uh, he presents a tough angle for anybody on offense to block him. Right. I think that's Correct. the other thing that's that's something that goes a little bit unnoticed, right? Cuz you're not making the play every time. But when you watch the film and you watch him come off the edge, scrape off the side of a twist game, you know, or him coming in in the middle of the loop um, for the fire zone blitz. I mean, there's some there's some things where you're like, "Huh?" That's a little bit Let of a Let me ask knack. you this. Do you believe in the flip-flop theory that you have a running back and you make him a linebacker and he looks like a linebacker who knows what a running back is thinking? Well, Miles Jack. Yeah, he's another guy. Prime example. Prime yeah. example. I think I think there's a lot to be benefited from having crossover experience. If you've played that offensive position in some significant form throughout your throughout your ball career, it most definitely helps. I mean, for me, I played defensive line, you know, and and that was something that really helped me understand the nuances of offense better because before I was an offensive line, I was a tight end defensive end. Really? Yeah. I was I a tight end. That. I was a tight end defensive end my freshman year of high school. You must have been lean, huh? That was 6'5", 245 as a freshman in high school. Wow. So, yeah. They're, they're, what did your mom say about the food you ate back then? I mean, it was like. She was just like. grief. Just. Massive consumption. Just stop opening the fridge after 8 p.m. Don't even open the fridge after 8 p.m. There's a padlock on it. it man. It's open every other time. And so and my Uncle Franklin came and stayed with us uh, right. when I was like in like middle school to high school. like So it was like seventh to like ninth grade. And I would walk I would walk in the middle of the night. You know, I'm like, man, I'm hungry. I'm like, yeah. I need to go. My Uncle Franklin would already be in the fridge. And he'd look at me. What would your mother say? <laughs> well, what are you doing? What are you doing? He's like, if you tell on me, you're telling on yourself. <laughs> so, so we have like this stare down. But then, but he would grab like random things. Like my uncle, you know, because obviously in the South, right? Yes. You know, we we have, we have Vidalia sweet onions. Okay. You know, yes. That's very prevalent. But he would he would just grab a Vidalia sweet onion and pour some seasoning salt on it and would eat it whole like an oh. apple. Oh, that just sounds a little brutal. But. He was in. He was in the military. You know. He he he's just. He he's like. Listen. Did he ever food. suck on lemons? I never saw him physically suck on a lemon outside of a restaurant, the wedges. But okay. uh, but yeah, but no, he he w- he would be eating like Vidalia onions in in in, in the middle of the, <laughs> the 
kitchen like at 11 o'clock at night. I was like, okay. So, yeah, so that was one of the things. But, but like I said, I started defensively. Okay. And then, obviously, as I grew and as I, I started moving further into the lines both ways, you know, sophomore year, I'm playing defensive. I'm playing defensive tackle, three okay. technique, and then, you know, and then I, I was still doing some kind of H back tight end type roles in some short yardage and goal line. And then my, I didn't play offensive line until my junior year of high school, and that was the first time. And I went to guard. I didn't even go to tackle. Oh, really? I played guard. Played a school. little guard, okay? <clears throat> because we ran a triple option offense. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> so I pulled every play. Wow. So then I don't get to tackle till my freshman year of college. Mm. So. It was one of those things where I appreciated because of the process. And then even when I was getting recruited, I was getting recruited as a defensive lineman. Half the schools had me for offense. The other half had me for defense. Like USC wanted me to play D-tackle. Michigan wanted me to play D-tackle. And so, you know, so for me, it gave me a greater sense when I did go to tackle. When I did go to the offensive side of the ball, I kind of knew what the defensive guys were thinking. There you go. And it did help. So I appreciate it. I mean, James Harrison. Former right. running back. Right. You know, and yes, he's he's built like one, except for he's way stronger than one. Yes, uh, exactly. Even to this day, I think he might be the strongest guy on this team to not be here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, I think there is something to it. Now, I don't, uh, now, I don't uh, subscribe to the Tom Cable school of thought. Which is you can make a bad D lineman a really great offensive line. I don't oh, yeah. I don't subscribe to that. Right, I think right. I think that's just a complete farce. But I think when you're talking about linebacker, it's good to have the knowledge base, and I think that that's a help. Now, when you have God-given talent and, and ability, you just have it. You know, I, I don't know if Ray Lewis ever played that position. I don't know if Brian Erlacher ever played that position, but those are guys who played linebacker at a very high level, and they just were athletes um, that could play it. But I think exactly. it serves you well, especially when you're young. I th- especially that linebacker-running back combo. Because you're both staring at each other from different points of view across the line from each other. It's the ability to navigate getting through the the, the box trench, being able to navigate the blocking combos, recognizing them. As a running back, you got to know where that hole is supposed to to develop, and you have your visual cues over what you want to see. But as a linebacker, you're doing the same thing. You're reading those cues as well, and you know and can see where the holes develop and when you fire that gun, it's very instantaneous, just like a running back. On one hand, you're accelerating through the hole as a, as a back, and on the other, as a linebacker, you're accelerating to your gap. Yeah, you're, you're accelerating to plug, and you're accelerating to explode. Yes. Two different things. It's like a champagne cork. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Pop. from one end or the other. All right, we're going to take a break. We've got more here on SNR Live Training Camp. Training Camp, yeah, that's where we're at. We'll be back with more. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. 
Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.